Strike update. <clears throat> Drew Barrymore back down, and so did Bill Maher. <laughs> Bill Maher is an. <laughs> I love. I he's love the on fact the le- that they both back down. He's on the left. He's on the liberal side. He's still a fucking idiot. Um, and yeah, I think it's. What did I tell you? What did I tell you last week? That after she resumed her show, uh, I told you tomorrow we're gonna see her either do make one of those like um, apologies videos or she's gonna be in the picket lines. What happened? She found a hu- she found the humblest looking room in her in her in her house and recorded the fuck out of that crying uh, uh, apology video and uh, and still continued until it was too hard to continue. So. Yeah, don't fuck with the strike. Like it's so easy. It's so easy. Just stay rich in your house. Like it's so easy. Like I don't know why. Well, part of the thing. I, well, part of the thing I'd also argue would be like she's worth one hundred twenty-five mil. Like that's her net worth. I think you can afford to pay your writers. Yeah. And I wonder. I wonder which home do you think she recorded that in? One of the two that she has in L.A. or the one in New York or the one in the Hamptons. Jesus. Also, here's the thing. Exactly. This is, an, this is an actress that has been working since she was a fetus, since she was a baby in ET. Okay. Okay. So she has, you're telling me that she hasn't been saving since that time, or like her parents didn't keep some bonds or something? Well, she's a, like, but she's a Nepo baby, which is one thing that goes often overlooked, but she is a Nepo baby. Yeah. You know who's the only Nepo baby that I'm seeing supporting the strike? The fucking only one? Don't don't you fucking say it. Who? Timothy Charlemagne? No, uh, I haven't oh. seen him in the strikes actually. Uh, maybe maybe he has been. I don't know. Um, fucking Huey from The Voice. The guy from Huey? The Voice. Yeah, Huey. Oh, The Boys. Oh, yeah. I heard The Voice. I was like, no, not the singing sing- voice, like the like the superhero voice. <laughs> gotcha. No, no, no. Okay, so I heard. Man, I need to get my ears checked. Because Fernie said uh, a haunting in Dennis. I heard haunting in Dennis. And he's like, no, I said haunting in Venice. I'm like, I heard Dennis. Maybe you were hungry. Shit, I might be. I ate pizza. I, I had pizza. I have right here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. So Hugh, wait, Hugh is a Nepo baby? Yeah, he's the son of uh, Dennis Quinn and Meg Ryan. He's what? a double Nepo baby. Yeah. I did not see that. You didn't know? I had no idea. Yeah, that's him. I was like, man, what a regular looking guy. Good for him. <laughs> no, he, he's the son of two extremely attractive people. <laughs> God, all those jeans missed him, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a no, lie. He has great hair. He has great hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's good in the voice and he's good in, he's the voice of Superman in my adventures of Superman. So, Oh, I forgot about that. He was also great in the Scream 5. Yeah, and and then like the small moment he was in Scream Six. Also, he was good in like a little movie called Plus One, which is what I first like heard about him. Mm. Um, but I am conflicted with that movie. So, yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, what? Real quick callback. The more I think about Cha Cha Real Smooth, the more I'm like, God, that poor dumb idiot kid. <laughs> he got. He didn't know like any better. He kind of looks like the guy from Cha Cha Rule Smooth, right? <laughs> like a little bit, yeah. But like He's... I, I, I was looking at it from the from the from the husband's perspective. What? We should review his other movie. Which one? 
Uh, it's called Shit House. Uh, Want to do it next week? Sure, why not? Uh, well, it's it. on HBO. Well, I watched it on HBO Max, but I don't know if you have it there. Trust as well. me, I will find a way to get my hands on it. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, I will pay full price on Voodoo for it. I mean, it's worth it. It's an it's it's a little indie film, so um, it's an Apple TV. No, wait, uh, fuck, fuck. I don't know. It's somewhere there. It's on HBO here, so. You can look it up. Um, I'll find it. Yeah. Um, but all right. So no other updates on the strike. We're still in the same position where we were. Uh, One Piece got uh, renewed for season two, which I think can only happen if they have writers and actors that are willing to do it. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's just a matter of time. It's not if it's how long is it going to take. Say hi to Nikki. She's behind you. Nikki says hi. Is it not enough? That I have to be single. Like, you must, like, is it not enough to just flaunt your relationship not once but twice in one session of this recording? This is our time. It's our <laughs> time. This is guy time, okay? I'm going to tell Nikki, oh my God, that's hilarious. I'm going to tell Nikki. This about is that. guy time. <laughs> hold on, hold on, what? Nikki, hello? Can you hear me? Cheryl was like, how dare she? This is our time. This is man time. <laughs> she says it's always her time. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Uh, let's just let's just go. Okay, let's let's just start. <laughs> Gemma, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. I'm Eddie. Uh, reviewing You Are So Not Invited to My Bad Mitzvah. This is The Rollback. Stacy and Lydia, our, BFF, our BFFs, who have always dreamed about having epic bad mitzvahs, but things start to go comically awry when a popular boy in a middle school drama threatens their friendship and their rite of passage. So this is the new Happy Madison uh, movie. Directed by Sammy Cohen and produced by Adam Sandler and his crew at Happy Madison, starring uh, Edina Mansell, Jackie Sandler, Adam Sandler, Sadie Sandler, Sonny Sandler, and a gargle of other uh, characters. So, uh, Adam Sandler has a deal with Netflix where he's allowed to make, I think, like, I don't know, six, seven, eight movies. I don't know how fucking many he's allowed to make. And mm -hmm. we've gotten fun. Things like QB Halloween. We've had some dog shit, like uh, like uh, the ridiculous six. We've had surprising things like Hustle, and we've had. I forgot about Hustle. You're right. That was a great one. Actually, forgot about Hustle. We've had incredible things like Uncut Gems, and now we have. You are so not invited to my bar mitzvah, where Adam Sandler takes a backseat to the action. He becomes a, a supporting character. And he lets his daughters kind of just have free reign and kind of run the movie. So, is this a Nepo Baby um, infused death trap? Or is this a surprisingly sweet indie hit? Uh, it's Somewhere neither in the middle. Because it's, it's not neither because it's not an indie. It's Netflix. But 
surprisingly middle uh it's like a we, one of those like middle budget 2000s like comedies mm-hmm. um and it's got its sweet moments and it's got uh, it's it's deep moments and i did not regret watching this same i didn't yeah. this movie it, it was weird it felt like and I, you know i also saw the movie bottoms recently Oh my uh, god! You you gotta see you got to see it. Yeah, you haven't seen it. Haven't it seen hasn't it? come out, he- dude. It only came out in like a hundred theaters. Shit, I'm sorry. It got a national release over here. I re- no like a hundred theaters like national like only in the U.S. Like if you got one, you were one of the hundred theaters. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh shit. Okay, my local AMC had it. Well, not here. <laughs> Damn, I really want to see. I really want to see it because I love uh, uh, Rachel Senat, who's the main actress. She was in. Uh, she was in the uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, she was in bodies, 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 and uh, also this same uh, director Emma Emma Seligman, who did Bottoms and Rachel Senat. They ha- they did another movie called Sheba Baby, which is uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's a horror movie. Uh huh. But it's not a horror movie. Is it a horror movie? Like it's terrifying that they're in this situation, but in reality, the nightmare is dealing with your family. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, I figured. <laughs> Sounds all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Bottoms was actually really good. But I, I was gonna say, I hope. I'm I'm not gonna give you any spoilers, but I will say this: Bottoms is the kind of movie. That has the premise that would only happen in like the 1950s and then the 1980s, right? Like okay. flip, like flip it, flip the fact that there are two women with two teenage boys. Like we're gonna start a yeah. fight club to impress all these girls. Like yeah, just flip that one aspect of it, and it's a, it's a plot from the 80s. Yeah, and I mean that in a, a f- in a good way. The fucking John Hughes movie. Yeah, Ex- exactly. So yeah. <clears throat> Bottoms reminds me of a John Hughes movie, and I mean that in the ways that John Hughes is not a bastard. Um, I think uh, you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. I think it also reminds me a lot of John Hughes, a lot of the teenage angst, a lot of like what you go through coming of age, yeah, a lot of coming of age, um, fighting with your friends because you're not used to fighting, so it gets bad. Yeah, I feel like this movie kind of reminded me of like uh, like the Ladybirds of the world, uh, the the book smarts of the world. But I think this one has a little bit of a studio edge, so it's not as uh, emotionally charged as those movies. This one I think is way more accessible. First of all, because it is on on Netflix, but it's got a lot of like that Adam Sandler humor, that Happy Madison humor, but in a way that really works. Like, uh, like I think this one, uh, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, these actresses are, like, fantastic. I mean, they do a good performance for, like, their first movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not perfect. It's definitely not perfect. But I was shocked at how much I did like it. Like, to me, like, not, not to spoil my own score, but this is a 3 out of 5. And not even in a bad way, because, like, The Nun was also, like, a 3 out of 5. But this one I enjoyed, like, a lot more. It's just... It was funny, and like Adam Sandler, for as much as we give him, you know, he he, I feel like he works really well in like a supporting character, because mm-hmm. like 
he's great in this. Like he has some great one-liners. Like I love the part when the when the daughter is like showing him what the what his but what her bat mitzvah is gonna be. And she's like, you never let me do anything. I've had my period for seven full months. And he goes, seven months is a long time to have your period. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like lines like that. Or like that scene when he's, when they're both yelling at each other because she made out with a boy in the, in the temple. Yeah. You can hear it like from the, from the bottom floor. And, and she's like, you won't even have, let me have a mojito bar. And it's like, that's why we fought the Nazis. So you could have a mojito bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know what? I'll give Adam Sandler credit also. He has that perfect, cool, chill dad. Like when they're at the movie theaters and he's wearing his his robe. Yeah. It's, It's a little embarrassing, but it's also like, what? I'm the cool dad. But when he gets mad. Oh, you better turn and you better run. He's pissed, <laughs> and he did that great. He had that like pissed off do- father of of two teenage girls like moment. Mm-hmm. And a- as a boy that grew up in a house with a father who had two teenage daughters, <laughs> I can testify it was accurate. It was completely <laughs> accurate. <laughs> oh, well, no! Like they have like like the way that they fill out all those stereotypes is really funny because like. Uh, for example, the the older sister and the friend that's always in the house. And when, when there's a moment where they're like, "Why are you here? Like, you don't live here. Like, are you at any other place at any moment? Like, why?" <laughs> it was just like super funny, and like, <laughs> oh, the friends were funny. Like, I understand this premise. It's just I'm not that impressed with the premise because it's a premise that we've seen before. The execution is fine. It's not great, and well, it's not that it's not unique. It it is the aspect of the bar mitzvah. That's the unique part about it, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, if the, if they did a movie about this, but like of a quinceanera, I would be eating it up, you know. Yeah. So uh, so I, I also understand that I'm not maybe not the target audience for this, but uh, the time that I had was time well spent. I I had fun with them. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I like the fact that this movie, it feels like it's trying to be inclusive without feeling like it's trying to be inclusive, if that makes sense. It's um, like it's like a movie that gets made for Hanukkah, because we have a million Christmas movies. Adam Sandler made Eight Crazy Nights for Hanukkah. That's the only yeah. one. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. What's the other one? For Hanukkah? Yeah. Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, but what's... Do you have another one? No. Uh, exactly. Let let Sandler cook. Let, let Sandler... No, but I'm saying that in a good way. Like, I know... I, I can... Pretty sure if I really think about it, I can think of movies about Sweet Sixteens. But mm-hmm. I can't remember ever hearing a movie that's about a bat mitzvah. Like, that that's the central focus. Not even Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Like, as inclusive as it is, I think this movie has a better... It focuses on the bat mitzvah itself. It's not about the parents. It's about the trials and tribulations of being a teenager and being too stupid to see your mistakes. Yeah. Like, like it makes sense that these two teenage girls would throw away their friendship over a boy. Because that's what we do when we're stupid and when we're young. I'm not saying it's just girls. I'm saying, like, everyone. We're all stupid when we're in middle school. Yeah. Um, and I like that. It feels genuine. Uh, Stacy and Lydia... Um, they feel like two actual friends. Like credit to the actresses, like they feel like actual 
like human beings. Um, Sonny Sandler plays Stacy, whereas Samantha Lorraine plays Lydia. And are they the best actresses in the world? No. But do they do but a good job? But it's their first here? movie. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's growing pains. Like, you're, they're not going to give you an Oscar worthy film right out the gate. But I think for their first round, solid. Rock fucking solid. Yeah. Um, and a, a big thing with me is that kids of the new generation, like all the Gen Z kids and the next generation, they're going to need their their movies that speak to them. They're going to need their movies that speak to their generation. Uh, the same way that we had like dumb 2000 uh, stupid comedies that like made us who we are. You know, for me, it was movies like Superbad and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and uh, shit, even uh, Eurotrip. I don't know, like it's fucking yeah. like stupid movies like that that kind of made us. So I can't be critical of things like this because people are going to, they're going to see this and wake up. I see this movie and I think, God damn it. Why are they always making TikToks? Like they don't need to be making TikToks. Like it's super unnecessary, but that's what they do. Yeah. That's what true. they do. And they need to be, see themselves reflected in that reality. But there are some things that just don't age, like the coming of age aspect, like the, the, those grow, those embarrassing growing pains have to happen to each generation and they're going to find a way to deal with them. And in the same way that we saw Superbad and we saw those friends fight and get back get, get back with each other at the end, it's gonna happen here again. It's like one of those it's like one of those tropes that needs to keep happening because we as humans are not gonna change in that way. Um, it's the only way that we're gonna learn. So it's good that it's set up in this in this way. Um, but I did get you know vibes of like, for example, you you mentioned Cha Cha Real Smooth earlier. Uh, that also was a movie about a lot about bar mitzvah. So I did saw like some recurring elements in here and there. And I am not a practitioner of a practitioner of the Jewish faith, but there's probably a lot of things here that made sense and relate. And kids who grew up in the, in those kind of households are going to relate to like uh, the planning of the bar mitzvah and like taking those classes and maybe even the way that the teachers were acting. Like maybe that's how it feels now. Um, I'm glad that it's there. I'm glad it exists. It's just I maybe not the right audience for it. Yeah. Well, okay. I remember confirmation was a big thing for CCD, but also when we had your quinceanera uh, for both my sisters, yeah. they had service at the church. You know, mm -hmm. where it was like you know declare like you are a woman now. You know, you are 15. You are now a woman. Yeah. Um, I remember that aspect of it, and I also remember um like the the sunday school teachers and again i know it's two different faiths but i guess there's some there, it, there's always going to be some overlap there the sunday school teacher that tries to relate and be cool with the young kids of course yeah. like little Best little aspects voice. like that yeah but yeah. like i appreciated that because that felt genuine not like oh we're trying to you know hook on hook the catholics too but more like that's a universal experience the teacher who tries to be too cool with the kids you know um which also i would like to point out something and I know we're not supposed to pick sides, but fucking I'm picking a side. I picked Lydia over Stacy because Stacy told Lydia, hey, call it time of death, time of death, my crush on this boy. Oh, so he's available then. I'm sorry. She started this war. She started it. She fucked over Lydia. She screwed up her bat mitzvah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know these are teenage girls, but I'm taking sides. 
So you're telling me that when your kid comes comes home and is like, Dad, Dad, I like this boy. I told my friend that I didn't like him anymore. And then she started dating him. Are you going to be like, well, you did say call it. Or are you going to be like, man, <laughs> we're not friends with our family anymore. No, Tell so Uncle I, Chema he can can it. <laughs> no, no. We we First off, we start by figuring out where does her dad work. We buy the place <laughs> and then we fire him. And then we let everyone else know that if you hire him, I'm going to buy you out and then fire you too. Okay. You, you start by attacking the economics of the family. <laughs> and then you wait like six months. By that point, hopefully their emergency fund has run out so they can't afford like house insurance or car insurance. And then you burn their house down. Am I, did I just make you uncomfortable? No one crossed well, my daughter's. No one uh, cross my fucking daughters. Anyway. Well, yeah. And uh, then... <laughs> that joke may have gone on too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, share with you my favorite youth pastor memes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still could. Um, what? But... <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Like uh, like uh, Tobey Maguire in No Way Home. So are you going to go yeah. fight like a cool youth pastor? <laughs> No, but it's because have you seen like the youth pastor voice memes? No. So it's like any time anytime that anything goes like like is like uh everyone's talking about it, they make like a youth pastor meme voice. So it's like a youth pastor voice. Here's something that's on fleek. The Lord. Oh god, and I have like, seen those. And they're like youth pastor voice. Do you understand why we stand Jesus? Well, here's the tea. He went off on that cross so that your scenes would be canceled. Does that snatch your wig? I think I just I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I think I just threw up in my mouth just a little bit. Oh god, that's terrible. Why? <laughs> hey kids, uh I know another young man who knelt before his disciples eager to serve. Uh <laughs> Why? What? Why are these a thing? These suck. Yeah, I know. But, God, the, but no, like, but like the cringe during the pandemic, they were like youth pastor boys. You know who was always among us, no matter where we go, and was never sus. The Lord. Yeah, to the sauce. Oh God, I want to. I ah, oh, Chema. Call it time of death comedy. <laughs> oh, the cringe. But yeah, what else did you like about this movie? Um, not well. Okay, so I felt like a realistic high school story. Like none of this over the top fucking mutant clown is trying to eat us. Like it felt like an actual like story that would take place in a school with a bunch of stupid ass seventh and eighth graders that actually think that what they do in middle school matters. You know? Oh. We want to be part of the popular girls when in retrospect, like look down the road 10 years, you're not even going to know where the fuck they are. Mm -hmm. You know, like little aspects like that. It's funny to go back and rewatch things because you look at your youth and you're just like, man, I was an idiot back then because I actually thought this shit mattered. When in reality, like it doesn't. The big moments come later. Keep your friendships, keep your close friends, but. Trying to be popular, it ain't all it's cracked up to be. I I can go on Facebook right now and show you the popular kids from my class. A lot of them didn't turn out good. 
The ones that are still alive anyway, and that aren't in jail. Yeah. How about um, you? <laughs> I mean, my experience, my school experience is extremely different from yours. Oh, because, God. Uh, well, not because of that, but because also like the the location. Like I still like I saw like American high schools in like movies and, and TV shows, and I went like that can't be real. We don't even have lockers. Like, <laughs> what do you mean they have a field to play soccer? What they have a field to play football? Like, and people go like when they're not in school, they go to school again. Like, why? But why? Yeah, and then I went to the U.S. and I saw, like, the b yellow buses and the cheerleaders, and I went, like, this is real? Like, y'all do this? Like, for real? Like, yeah. So, like, even try to comprehend, like, the Jewish experience, like, I have to, like, jump through some leaps because I have to first understand the American experience. So, it's, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's weird and different. But... You know there are elements that I, I could relate, uh, but uh, but this movie, you know, of course, it, the the growing up aspect is gonna be, of course, the, of course, the same. And I think uh, breaking up with your best friend, you do that at some point in your life. It's like a mark of growing up. It happens. Uh, I, I don't think we've broken up yet, have we, Chama? No, but um, but you know, I feel like at some point we've had people that are very important in our lives, and we have to like. At some point, we either let them go, or they let us go, or or we drift off, or something. You know, uh, yeah. as the poet once said, "All relationships end, either break up, divorce, or death." So, Jesus, that's dark. Is is it a lie? No, no, so, it's just dark. Yeah, and you know, it's better if these kids know that, like, as soon as possible, because it's gonna get the shit's gonna hit the fan real soon. <laughs> It's a messed remind up me, world. <laughs> remind me not to let my kids spend the night with Uncle Chema at Uncle Chema's house. They, no, they would not. Uh, oh, God. I can't imagine. So, you all want to talk about death? <laughs> I wouldn't be like, see, I would be like, hey, kids, watch this movie about this. I wouldn't be like, hey, let me tell you about that. You know. <laughs> what movie would you show them? Goddamn Animal House? No, that's for when they when they're about to when they're like about to turn eighteen. I'm, I'm like, so this is what you're gonna see in college. And then, oh my god! <laughs> and then watch it, and then they'll be like, well, that actually doesn't happen anymore. If you're lucky, you're gonna get a cinder block room with a wrestler boy post, a wrestler boy's dog post poster on it. Uh, you're gonna get uh, the first real heartbreak of your life. You're gonna get addicted to either food, cigarettes, or something else. Uh, probably HPB, and you're gonna end up with a degree in a language that you already spoke, and uh, and uh, and that's it. That's that's. If you're lucky, maybe you'll create a podcast along the way, and that's that's usually how it goes. <laughs> and that there will be your happiness. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What if someday, hey, Dad, I want to start a podcast. Oh, I had a podcast once. What happened? I had to end it. When? How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen that that one from uh, yeah, Fairly Odd Parents? It's Fairly Odd Parents, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, who did you do it with? Remember your Uncle Chema? The creepy guy who lives on the, who lives on the roof? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that one. The one that yeah, you that always one. give scraps to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that one. He can <laughs> talk. Like, I know he speaks. Oh, he speaks. not for about twelve years. Not since the incident. <laughs> yeah, good thing we have hours and hours of him just talking. You know, just oh god, to last us over the years. How does he um, communicate? Uh, he just cuts out quotes from John Green books and just sends them down. Oh God, <laughs> I haven't been roasted so well since like <laughs> one time. A friend, uh, I, I posted like a I, I posted like a selfie on like my Instagram story, and a friend just texted me, "John Green protagonist looking ass." <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> oh man, no, like, remember that text message you, I uh, I sent you that one time? Which one? Uh I was like, oh, I'm proud of you. You're like running or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, this is horrible. I'm losing weight. I'm going to become a douchebag. Oh, yeah. And, it's like, uh, it's what keeps me humble. My fat is what keeps me humble. I was like, don't worry. I'll remind you how ugly you are. No amount of weight loss will change that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't uh, expect less. Oh, God. I'll never no. expect less. No. Um, yeah. Um, believe it or not, I don't have a lot to say about this movie. I thought it was funny i thought it had like some good moments but sadly i think it's a little predictable and that i think knocked it down a little um also it's a little long like it felt like by the like by the last 30 minutes i was i was almost yelling at my tv like get on with it but it's a good streaming movie i think it's a good to like pause it every once in a while and like yeah yeah i'm not gonna uh, lie i had it playing at 1.25 percent jesus Oh, dude, I have everything going at 1.25%. Every video, TV show, everything. That's... No, don't do that. It ruins the pacing. No, people talk too slow. People... No. <laughs> no! <laughs> but no. Um, but no, this movie, I think you're right. It's harmless. It doesn't take any risks, which... For this kind of movie, you don't have to take risks. Not right now. After we have, like, 50 of these, then you can start taking risks. Sure. for now, I think it did a good job. I think it was funny where it had to be, heartfelt where it tried to be, taught us a lesson where it needed to. Not bad. Uh, I'd give it like a B minus. I'm not watching it again anytime it... soon, but it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's like, I give it a three out of five. I think it's uh, harmless, funny. It's got it's got some good moments. Um, it really sets off a good beginning to this young actress's careers. Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm not saying that we, they should never make a movie again i think they they could i just don't know where they would go but i don't know uh, i guess we'll see uh kevin smith's uh kid is now popping up in a, a, a lot of things and she's doing fine uh i think it, we'll just have to wait and see but this this is totally a harmless fun it's a good beginning um do i think it's it deserves 97 percent of rotten tomatoes hell no absolutely not um but i don't regret watching it and i did have a fun time and i think this is the most fun that i've seen adam sandler since since his stand-up special that he did for netflix uh um have you seen it i have not actually oh my god like, what he did one so he did a he did a thing for netflix it, it was called um oh god what was it called it was like a play on like the rotten tomatoes thing uh, yeah, what was it called? Sound uh, certified fresh. That one, yeah, or a hundred percent fresh or something. Um, yeah. So 
this thing, I think, is my favorite thing Adam Sandler has ever done. Better than Little Nicky. So, yes. Uh, so the thing about 100% Fresh is that it's like, it's cut, so it's like little snippets of like his tour. So like every like bit is from a different place. Mm-hmm. And it's either a song or a him telling a story or a song. So it goes like back to back to back between like a song. And it's got like really funny ones. Like he's got a song about like uh like MMA fighters' ears and how how they look. He's got uh he's got uh my favorite, my the funniest thing he did is like you you know it when you see it, but it's just when he says, I don't know what I'm doing. You'll you'll you get it when, when you see it. But I died laughing with that. And he has a very, very sweet, very pretty song that he did about Chris Farley. That it's gonna oh. it's gonna tug along the heartstrings, but it's a very genuine and very sweet tribute that that that, that I did for him. Uh, I recommend that it's on Netflix. It's super funny. Done. I guess I'm gonna try to watch that here tomorrow along with uh, Shit House. Yeah, let's do Shit House next week. I think uh, I'm really craving to see to see it again. Um, there's some moment in, sh- in Shit House that just fucking breaks me. Uh, in a good way. It. In a good way. It's very subtle. Uh, but if you know me really well, you're going to be able to pinpoint it. It's very small. Uh, there's a big dramatic scene that also really hits, but there's like a really small little moment that just makes me go like, oh, God. I love love, but I hate it. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, but you'll get it. You'll, you'll get it when you see it. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, I don't think we have a lot more to say about... about it, uh, Oh, this movie, uh, other than that, it's pretty fun. I like that there's a moment where, like, the gay side of TikTok got, like, a little shout-out. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, this wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't know about this. So TikTok has sides. You, you know this, right? Has sides? TikTok has sides. So there's, like, the dark side of TikTok, the light side of TikTok. But, uh, yeah. No. And there's a gay side to TikTok and a straight side to TikTok. Okay. And usually, what you he- what you think when you hear TikTok, that's the straight side of TikTok, and then there's the gay side of TikTok. And there's a moment where they're they're in the uh, with the youth pastor bo- with the youth pastor woman or the teacher, and they're asking her all these questions. And then one of the girls goes like, go- goes like, "Why aren't more people on the gay side of TikTok? It's way more fun here." <coughs> Sorry, folks, anyway. she must die. Anyway. Yeah, there's a gay side of TikTok, and it's a lot, of, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I do not know that side of TikTok. People who are on that side of TikTok will know what I will know what I mean. People who don't just don't even know what exists. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add to this, uh, folks? Like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, go check out our YouTube channel. We're climbing the hill towards 100 subscribers. We're already at 68. Hell yeah! Which we've All been right. growing out. We're growing. We've been growing. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. It's been exponential in the past in the, in, in the past few weeks. We've been doing good. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to don't be a scab. Get a, don't be a scab. Get on the gay side of TikTok. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>